My name is Joy Crumsey, and you're listening to Haunting Strangers. On this podcast, we talk about strangers, people whom we know nothing about, but they've had an impact on our lives, whether that impact was positive or negative. Most strangers walk in and out of our lives without leaving an imprint, but once in a while, we will encounter one whom we can't forget. Today's Stranger is brought to you by Brienne. Please be aware, this episode includes a description of an adult putting a child in an inappropriate and terrifying situation. It may not be suitable for all listeners. In the summer of 1990, I was five, on the verge of six, and I had just finished kindergarten. I had very few cares in the world. My older sister and I would spend our days at our aunt's. She'd watch us along with her two daughters. I was the youngest, only by nine months, but still, I very much fit the role. I was naive and vulnerable. I was the one everyone looked out for. I was the one that everyone took care of. My aunt, she lived in the projects, and on one side, the side in which she lived, were a row of connected apartments designed to look like mock brownstones. They were painted red, like a brick red, and they had white trim, gray porches. And across the street, the apartments were much different, newer. They had a brick facade, light brown siding, kind of blah. And there was a large playground that was behind my aunt's side. It had um, one of those metal slides that would burn your skin off in the summer. And um, swings and teeter-totters. All that jazz. During the summer, we, we lived outside from dawn till dusk. If it wasn't raining, you could guarantee we were outside. Sometimes even in the rain. We used to love to run in the rain. It wasn't abnormal for us to play in the front. There wasn't a lot of traffic in the streets. Plus, we knew our limits. When the street lights came on, we had to be inside. We could cross the street, but most definitely not the block. <laughs> and there were a set of trees we weren't allowed to pass. If we made it near the hoagie shop, at the end of the block, we definitely went too far. On one particularly hot summer day, we were playing outside like usual. Um, my aunt and her boyfriend were watching us when the sounds of summer rang out. The chimes of the ice cream truck. <laughs> we didn't have any money. I don't know if we asked and were told no, but... I know we scrambled over to the truck anyways, my sister, my cousin, and I. I remember at the time Twin Pops. They were the cheapest, 30 cents, I think. The Bomb Pop, that was my favorite, the red, white, and blue, was about 65 cents and double the price. But the, the big seller at the time was that Pink Panther Pop. It had the face like Pink Panther with a gumball nose. And he was a big 75 cents, maybe even a dollar. 
Now, we expressed our lack of funds to the ice cream man. And um, he spotted one of the trees, the ones we weren't allowed to pass. And he told us that if we each brought him five pieces of the fruit that it was bearing. Now, for some reason, my memory tells me it was pears, but most likely it was probably crab apples. He told us to bring bring him five, and he would give us a a twin pop for free. So we scrambled over. We couldn't reach the branches, so we picked up what we could off the ground. And he met us at the door to his truck. He came down the stairs with a white bucket, and we each dumped in our five pieces of fruit. And we met him at his window, where we discussed which flavor of twin pops we were each going to take. Now, at this point, he decides to up the ante. And he says, who wants two free Pink Panther Pops? What? Our minds were blown. Now, I don't know if I volunteered. Possibly. I don't know if he chose me. I was probably the closest. I was definitely the most vulnerable. And he pulled me in through his window into the truck. And he placed himself between me and the front exit. I was in the, the back area of the truck where nobody could see me. I'm sure for maybe a split second. I was excited to see the inside of, of the ice cream truck. It's a mystery, especially when you're not tall enough to see inside. But I quickly got a sinking feeling. I was definitely scared. And um, he began to tell me stories. Stories about his ice cream man friends. And the things that children will do with them for them for free ice cream he told me on my friend on his route there's a little boy that moons him and he gives him three pink panther pops oh my goodness i was so scared i believe i said no thank you over and over no thank you no, thank you. No, thank you. Just try, he'd say. No, thank you. Now, unbeknownst to me, my cousin and sister had run for help. Thank God. And um, I remember my aunt's boyfriend pulling me out of the truck. I believe he said something like, like give me that child back. Give, give her back to me. And um, he sped away. Never to be seen again. I remember overhearing later, my aunt had called the company and they said they had this problem with him before. And I believe at the time I thought, wow, why does he still work there then? It's only sense. Like, I, I had that sense at five years old. Why does he still work there then? 
in the next couple years, I'd oddly learn about Stranger Danger. But I already knew the ramifications of Stranger Danger. My aunt didn't tell my dad. I think she probably believed I would have said something, which makes sense. When he found out a couple years later, I, he never he never said anything to me. And my mom didn't find out until I was in college. And the memory resurfaced for me. I had had it tucked away. And I remember at the time there was a commercial where the ice cream man was, was taunting people with ice cream as he was driving. And there was a song. And it, and it just popped in my, my memory. And I remembered it. And I, I couldn't believe I had tucked that away. And my cousin, well, she's still scared of ice cream trucks till this day. For me, it introduced a fear of my surroundings, being very cautious. Cars that slowed down used to scare me to death when I'd ride my bike. And now living in New York City, I'm on super high alert of everybody, anything. And that's my stranger story. So that's Brianne Stranger. Brianne is an amazingly talented storyteller and actress. Follow her on Instagram at bhakes, spelled B-H-A-K-E-S, and on YouTube by going to youtube.com forward slash Brianne Hakes. Her website is www.briannehakes.com. I'd love to hear from you. Have you encountered a total stranger whom you can't forget? Please send your story to hauntingstrangerspodcast at gmail.com. You could be my next guest. And please follow Haunting Strangers on Instagram, where I share a special picture for each episode. Thank you so much for listening, and remember, always be kind to strangers. Thank you.